You're watching No Go Zone with Henry. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Thank you for uh, joining us here once again. Another No Go Zone with you today, this Wednesday. It is, of course, Odin's day so shout out to any uh, odinists out there if there's any christians tuning in good to have you here as well of course uh we are uh, <clears throat> one big family for now in this together we get to push back against uh, our enemies whatever direction you come from uh, if you're pro-european pro-white uh, you're welcomed here then we can take we can sort that we can sort that problem out later anyway uh, good to be uh, good to be with you here this Odin's Day. All right, so anyway, it's uh, what is it? September thirteenth, uh, two days ago. Of course, we had the twenty second anniversary of nine eleven. A lot of good posts out there. A lot of good videos. Just going through uh, Twitter and some Telegram feed. A lot of good people just uh, pumping it out out there. We didn't cover that much on it because, uh, frankly, there's so many others that do it so well as well. Uh, but of course, it's a it's a seminal uh, historical point. Uh, in our history, a turning point, I guess you could say, when things really started to go downhill, visu visually at least. It, it'd been going downhill quite a while before that, to be honest, but uh, that, that changed quite a bit on the, you know, the right-in-your-face uh, kind of stuff, right? Was it Joe Biden? He wrote, uh, well, the base, basically what amounted to the Patriot Act about six years before 9-11. Uh, what happened, of course, after they got there uh, is that they reworded some of the things, uh, but the snooping... Uh, you know the, the 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 spying, all of this shit that they had in there was was ready to go. They were just waiting for for an excuse to do it, uh, and that's why it's so important, of course. All right. Anyway, I do want to cover uh, this uh, invasion issue here uh, today. Italy, one of the islands of Italy, is being uh, totally flooded, invaded. Uh, migrants uh, are, are pouring over to such a degree that uh, Lampedusa, uh, this uh, small Italian island, is now declared an emergency. Uh, so I want to talk about that. Then we, of course, have uh, developments in Sweden, which is spiraling. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's getting worse. Uh, it's getting worse by the day, essentially. Not only in Sweden, of course. Uh, West-wide, it's getting worse. And uh, look, uh, we didn't take our responsibility. Our parents didn't take their responsibility. And I guess you could argue our grandparents didn't take their responsibility. And so here we are. Uh, and so it's up to us to sort this out. And that's where we stand currently. Uh, hard times will produce hard men. And uh, thank the gods we're, uh, we're go getting there finally, because uh, it is bad. Uh, Sestafori over on uh, Entropy. I'm not sure if this is uh, from earlier, but uh, I just taught now. Enjoyed your work very much. Keep it up. Thank you for that uh, dono. Uh, very kind of you. Uh, I think I saw one from... Uh, Lord Aragon as we Odyssey, you suck. Yeah, was, was there some issues on Odyssey? You can always, of course, join us over on uh, Rumble. Uh, you can uh, check in on Red Eyes TV as well. We go out there. If you are a member, tune into redeyesmembers.com. Just click up in the menu, and then you have live stream at the bottom of that menu, menu and you can watch there as well. Uh, you can watch on Twitter uh, and Entropy Stream. number of places we got on here. All right. So before we get into the serious uh, business here, though, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to cover <clears throat> this is uh, extraordinary stuff here. We got some uh, hardcore uh, Mexican ufology on our hands here today, folks. Uh, a new sand goblin uh, just <laughs> just dropped. Mexican Congress holds hearing on UFOs featuring purported alien bodies. And I was, you know, looking around a little bit. And I was like, man, this is like. I get look, it's like an official kind of thing in in the Mexican Congress or whatever. But like people are, you know, the outlets are covering this like it's like it's serious business. Uh, it, it what does it look? It looks like a mix between like Yoda and ET or something like that. Uh, anyway, here's a, here's a video they did for us here too. Uh, what does it say here? Uh, 
Mexican lawmakers heard testimony that we are not alone in the universe and saw the alleged remains of a non-human being of non-human beings, actually plural. So was there more of these done? Uh, in an extraordinary hearing marked the Latin American country's first congressional event on UFOs. Uh, they're pushing. No, look, there might be something out there. I'm open to the idea. It's very possible. Uh, but uh, the gay op they're running on us right now is not it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, anyway, let's check out this video. Here. Uh, there, these remains of an alleged non-human beings were presented in Mexico at the country's first public congressional hearing <laughs> on unidentified anomalous phenomena, UAPs. I thought it was aerial phenomena, but okay. UFOs. This is the first time extraterrestrial life... Man, you're moving too fast, uh, Obrador. Oh, this is Masson. That's right, it's Jamie Masson. I remember this. Man, doesn't he look like Obrador? This is the first time extraterrestrial life is presented in such form, and I think there is a clear demonstration that we are dealing with non-human specimens. Right. They're not related to any other species in our world. Can we get some what, DNA evidence on this? And that any scientific institution can investigate it. <clears throat> That's one odd face there, folks. The two stuffed bodies recovered in Peru in 2017 are said to be between 700 and 1,000 years old. Why did they put sand over it? I mean, couldn't they have cleaned this off? Am I am I wrong? <laughs> With only three fingers on each hand and elongated heads. We are left with... Man, that's a quick language here, Latin. I can't even... I can't even get up here. We are left with thoughts with concern... Well, I know it's Spanish, but... And with the plan to continue talking about this. As I said in the beginning, let's hope that this is the first of several events and that there will be discussions with the legislator, legislature, and the need or not to make proposals to modify the laws. What kind of laws? What do they need laws for this for? All right. Anyway, there you go. Reuters right there for you. They're, uh, they're, pu they're pushing this very, very hard. Independent alien corpses shown to Congress as UFO expert forced to testify under oath. <clears throat> okay. Masson has previously been associated with claims of discoveries that have later been debunked. Look, no, I don't trust, obviously, the mainstream news on this here, uh, but uh, it is fascinating that it's um, coming in fast. It was one of the memes they said. It said, uh, was the COVID jabs one of the greatest uh, you know, crimes in human history? Or, uh, it was something to that effect. I'm paraphrasing. And then the, the other guy in the meme says, is that a UFO? Look at that. Researchers shows bodies of purported non-human beings to Mexican Congress at UFO hearing. All right, all right, we'll see where this goes. Just, I don't know, doesn't it look a bit odd? Uh, why do they have sand over it? Let me let me go up in full screen on that here. Can we uh, can we do that? Oh come on, uh, somewhat full screen. What's going on with that face? Like, there's an indentation like right here. What is is this some kind of uh, <clears throat> evolutionary uh, uh, advantage? of some kind you just grow your face forward several uh, several inches you know, like t 10 centimeters whatever that is uh this is gonna be great why why did they have sand on it couldn't they take that sand off i, I don't understand this all right anyway not sure if we should uh, take any of that seriously to be honest but uh be that as it may maybe we'll see if there's uh, any kind of dna evidence <laughs> that they present uh if they do that uh okay good for them we'll wait We'll wait uh, patiently 
uh, to see what they uh, come up with here. But uh, watch out for a gay uh, gay op here. Handsome Truth over in uh, the Entropy uh, stream here. I watch your show uh, all the time. Great work. If Odyssey ever bans you, uh, you're welcome to stream on uh, com anytime. Thank you for waking uh, me up racially. Uh, well, thank you, Handsome Truth. That's uh, very kind of you as well. Uh, keep up the good work as well. I do uh, I do enjoy some of it occasionally. Uh, definitely the... Uh, I'm not sure if it's just you behind it, but the, uh, the Sacramento... <coughs> uh, <laughs> the Sacramento uh, uh, hearing, right? The committee, what, what is it called? City Council, is that what it's called? Uh, that was that was a lot of fun. I heard, uh, I think I heard GDL drop there once. I'm not sure if it was uh, some of you guys behind it, but that was uh, that was good fun. We covered it in the in the latest uh, Western Warrior uh, up at RedHouseMembers.com. All right, thank you, appreciate that. Good to see you. All right, so on to the uh, the serious stuff here, then, right? Invasion of Lampedusa, this uh, small Italian island. I saw that AP, the Associated Press, just covered this as we uh, came on here. A flotilla of migrant boats from Tunisia overwhelms an Italian island and tests Maloney's policy. What do you mean, to open up the borders? Uh, This fraud, we'll get onto her a little bit later here too, but uh, man, that didn't turn out. Letting whamens into politics, eh? Uh, so let's begin with a couple of uh, clips here to uh, show you how this uh, looked. Radio Genoa, I think it is, on uh, Twitter, did good work on this, publishing a lot of the uh, tweets on this. <clears throat> the situation in Lampedusa is completely out of control, an unprecedented situation. Today, in 30 minutes, 35 boats of African hordes invaded us. So far, 100 boats in one day. Giorgia Meloni has deported 190,000 invaders to date. Has she? Though, because we'll get to that later, she's also let a lot of them in. And of course, she's uh, claiming that Italy needs to open their borders. But here you can see uh, the boats are coming, largely being escorted in. Here's their, uh, as they're getting, uh, getting aboard the island here. Not aboard, maybe, but uh, off the boat, right? Uh, there are now... 8,000 African invaders who arrived with 160 boats. Uh, one of the uh, titles here said to the uh, video, almost double the number of Italian residents on the island. We need to declare a state of emergency, which I did today, and deploy the warships because this is war. Words are no longer needed. Action must be taken, they say here. Here's where they uh, start unload the boats here. Lampedusa completely invaded by African hordes, a real unprecedented apocalypse. France has closed its, uh, the border to Ventmiglia. Germany has said it doesn't want any more. That would be astonishing if that's actually the case. We are alone, Radio Genoa says here. Now we need to declare a state of emergency, deploy the warship, as uh, previous video said here too. Uh, here's some of the police trying to push them back. But control some of the uh, invaders there. Make no mistakes, folks. This is a uh, a planned invasion. Of course, here they're uh, seeking up the seeking going to the uh, the Red Cross facilities. There, free food, water, so forth. Here's some more uh, clips for you.
man all that spice you know all that enrichment man how, how are they going to uh how, how are they going to deal with all this enrichment down there all this exotic exotic drums here all right so there you go <clears throat> what happened what happened all of a sudden we had uh had an ability to protect our borders if somebody tried to uh, enter in uh coast guard was there uh if they refused to stop uh, the boats were were taken out or de immobilized then all of a sudden something fascinating happened and uh, really 2014 15 right when all, it's it's been going on before that obviously right legal immigration has been out of control but then all of a sudden, it's just the borders just opened up wide open. Everybody in unison agreed this is what just this is just what we're going to do now. Uh, and of course, uh, the people of Europe, the people of America, the people of the West have uh, never had a say in this. Uh, AP writes here: a flotilla of flimsy boats crowded with migrants and launched from Tunisia overwhelmed a tiny southern Italian island on Wednesday taxing the Coast Guard's capacity to intercept the smugglers' vessels and test it. Well, they, they don't do They never do that. How often does that, does that happen? And testing it, Premier Giorgia Maloney's pledged to thwart irregular migration. Well, that's not worked out. Compounding the political pressure on Italy's first post-war far-right leader, hardly, uh, were vows by France and Germany to rebuff migrants who arrive by sea on Italian shores and, in defiance of European Union asylum system rules, head northward to try to find jobs or relatives. Fuck that shit. Just, just deport them all. <laughs> that's just normalized deportation. That's the only thing that needs to happen here. Does any policy, any, any, any changes that needs to happen here is that... All of Europe needs to normalize deportation. It's going to begin with the people from the ground up, and the pressure is going to be so strong on politicians, the political class, on everybody, that eventually uh, these people need to be thrown out of the uh, offices that they're supposed to, uh, you know, look out for. Starting early Tuesday, the unseaworthy, no, notice how to say that, oh my God, this, these poor boats, the poor people on these poor boats, we have to let them in. Overcrowded, overcrowded iron boats came one after the other in what appeared to be almost a procession to onlookers on Lampedusa, a fishing and tourist island south of Sicily. Around 6,800 migrants, so it's probably double than that. If, if that's what AP reports, probably at least double that. Um, 6,800 migrants came in a span of just over 24 hours. That number is a few hundred higher than the Isle's full-time population. Holy shit, imagine that. Imagine when, like, these trade... We covered in the recent Western Warrior show, right, how the G20 countries as America is sucking up to India now, like, groveling in almost the most despicable way. Uh, well, basically amounts like, hey, don't do not do the BRICS thing. Go with us to G20. We'll let, we'll let all of you in. We'll take you in. We'll educate all your Hindus in our countries. Uh, as they open those, you know, trade corridors and stuff like that. The migration wave from like Africa and India and Asia into Europe might be on a level we haven't even seen yet. It's unbelievable. Uh, all right. In all, by Wednesday evening, some 120 boats had arrived. Uh, yeah, transport. Oh, he's a, he's a transport minister now. Eh? Matteo Salvini said, well, kick them out. 
uh, with Lampedusa based Italian Coast Guard and Border Patrol vessels unable to intercept all of the smugglers' boats offshore. Well, it uh, they're coming, they're they're landing. There has to be mainland Italy must be able to send help and to keep. I mean, they're not going to go anywhere from that island now. Send help. Sh- sh- Bring in your largest vessels you have. You go to the island and sh- ship them on there and send them back. Dump them off on uh, on Tunisia again, right? Uh, when the Coast Guard tried to assist one boat early Wednesday, the smugglers' vessels tipped over. Oh, no. Oh, no. And a mother with her five-year-old baby fell into the sea. So there was only that one person on there then? What, she was one of, like, what, 300 males, I, I would assume? All right, the woman who's from Guinea was rescued in shock, but the baby died, Rye said. Well, you know what? You're making dumb moves. You should never have come. And it's not our fault that you're trying to make these dumb, perilous journeys. I'm gonna, I, I refuse to feel guilty in any kind of way about this. Just, I don't care. I just don't care. Just go home. <laughs> go home. We're full. No thanks. Go back. Provoking the increase in the numbers was a bottleneck in Tunisia's ports caused by rough seas that meant that the smugglers hadn't been able to launch their boats for days, according to Italian authorities. Uh, it's funny how these countries down there just, oh, we can't, we're totally helpless. We can't do anything about any of this stuff. Let me just double check here. Tunisia, is it, uh, is it neighboring Libya? I think it is, right, isn't it? Yeah. Fairly small country, kind of on the border there of is it Algeria and Tunisia, I think it is, or Algeria and Libya, I believe it is. But anyway, you, you know, what's interesting about this, you remember Hillary's speech, uh, Hillary Clinton's speech, or speech, it was really kind of an off-the-cuff comment, I think even before the uh, cameras rolled, uh, on that 60-minute interview about um, Libya's uh, head Gaddafi there at the time, right? We, caught, we came, we saw, uh, he died, remember that? That was like a linchpin in them being able to pull all of this shit off, what was basically to take out Gaddafi. He actually... Uh, he actually held back. He, I mean, at times he kind of used it as a, uh, you know, kind of extortion, like blackmail and so forth, right? But but at least he, there was some order uh, in that country uh, when he was there, to be honest. All right. So that's that. Now, what is <clears throat> what is Maloney doing here, right? A prime minister cannot destroy the culture. I think this is, yeah, Radio Genoa writing this here. A prime minister cannot destroy the culture and identity of his own country. She can't lie knowingly she's lying maybe this uh, translation is a little bit an italian woman an italian mother cannot import her children's executioner an italian woman cannot destroy her own nation <clears throat> georgia maloney queen of africa i guess the point here is she's not uh she's not the head of the italian uh, nations she is indeed a uh, the queen of africa remember when she said in the beginning that we're going to stop immigration blah 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 she was voted in and then one of the first things she does was that speech when she came down on France about talking about how racist they were and this colonialist thing, kind of drawing those like Putin comments, like oh the ant, oh here's the, here's the supposed pro-Italian and anti-Western, uh, you know, let's attack the the legacy of like uh, you know the racist colonialist legacy of France that that will win them over. How unfair they are to Africa. And anyway, I don't have the clip here now, but it was like okay, something's going on with us. Uh, the truth about Georgia Maloney. In this tweet, she wrote, And now, let's sink the NGO Sea Watch. Then she said, The crew must be arrested and the immigrants must be repatriated now. With these lies, since she brought into Italy 180,000 African invaders, 
she stole 9 million uh, votes. That's how many I voted for her, I guess. There she is, lying about this. I nostri confini entra nelle acque territoriali italiane con l'obiettivo di portare gli immigrati clandestini che ha a bordo sul nostro territorio nazionale. Lo fa non solo contro il parere del nostro governo, ma anche way? contro il parere della Corte Europea di Strasburgo. Because it won't do anything. That's the classic, right? So anyway, see, see here she is supposedly speaking out against this stuff. Supposedly saying, well, we got to, yeah, I'll sink the sea watch. Go ahead. Stop talking about it and actually do something about it then. Uh, I just, you know, you can't trust this uh, this woman. Check this out. This is very bizarre. Maloney at yesterday's conference. It looks like the G20 logo behind her there. So I assume this is in uh, in India uh, during that. Uh, European leaders must have celebrated something yesterday. It's odd. <clears throat> Look at this body language here. <laughs> One more time. She being uh she on drugs? She, she blackmailed? <clears throat> Is the uh, remote control seizing up? I don't know what's going on with this lady, but uh there you have it. Fucking bizarre. Losh Ogbeck uh Losh Ogbeck with air on entropy says uh, send the orcs to the orcas. Is there any orcas there on that uh part of the uh, part of the world in that part of the uh, Mediterranean. I don't think there is, is there? Uh, but uh, I'll take anything. A couple of sharks. Well, that would, that's happened a couple of times, I believe, right? <laughs> a couple of sharks come. Look, hey, this is what happens. Like we had, we had very nice countries here. We got, we got, we got a good thing going for us there for a while, and uh, then all of a sudden, <clears throat> some uh, some kind of external pressure by those who uh, post as being uh, part of our ethnic group. Uh, said, well, uh, you have to open the borders, uh, guys. So, uh, you know, th- this is the only thing you can do to uh, repent for your colonialist past and your uh, racism. Uh, and, of course, then we went ahead and uh, do that. And, of course, what happens with that is you uh, you get uh, you get fatigue among the population. And we, we're kind of just in the cusp right now of, like, just mass fatigue among the native population. Uh, it is moving very fast. I see big changes in rhetoric at least online and again keep in mind many of those countries are countries where you can end up in trouble for saying the wrong thing on the internet now and it looks to me that people just don't care <laughs> they've just they've had enough uh, the majority have um so here's here's a couple of uh, a couple of tweets for here from uh, uh, radio genoa uh, about of course w- the wonderful developments the wonderful uh, enrichment i guess that uh, that happens uh, once they actually are in our countries. Uh, National Geographic, uh, Radio Gina, call it here. Uh, African woman cries out about racism when shopkeeper tells her she can't defecate in the supermarket. So much enrichment. Uh, is there no uh, is there no toilets? They ran out of toilets. I guess maybe maybe they're uh, maybe they're occupied. Maybe they're full of uh, Africans fresh off the boat. Uh, woman with children in the car stopped at the at traffic lights in Rome when she refuses to let a North African wash her car. 
or her windows of her car, who reacts by spitting and shouting, fucking bitch, I'll cut your throat. <laughs> I'm laughing at this, but it's just so fucking absurd all this. Then kicks the car and finally takes up a large stone with the intention to kill her. I'm going to call the cops. He came, he just came because he wanted to work, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, he just wanted to, uh, to help out by washing our uh, car windows. Uh, National Geographic Italy. An African defecates in the public square. These are some uh, classics. I think we've played a few of these before. Uh, that's right. Shit. Smash with, smash with, smash. It's kind of has that the body language is kind of like is if somebody talks ill about my turd, uh, I'll fight you. Yay, yay, yay. National Geographic, Italy, more from Italy. Uh, an African washes his genitals in the public fountain where children usually put their mouths to drink. Lovely. How oh, lovely. What a great, such a great, such a good time uh, with these uh, friendly newcomers, ladies and gentlemen. The, uh, the enrichment never stops, as they say. <clears throat> you will have black D-I-K in your face in some capacity. Maybe your children will as well. Uh, here we go. Switzerland, Zurich. Uh, is this the Europe where you want to raise your children? That's <laughs> the question. What can, you, what can you do but laughing at this here? There you go. It's, uh, they're literally turning our countries into their public toilet. Uh, I, I'm not sure if there's any other way to like show their uh, their appreciation, but um, that's uh, that's how they do it, I guess. They just uh, they come into our countries and they defecate and they pee. Uh, here is a, a Croatian woman uh, brutally assaulted by an African migrant in Essen, Germany. Uh, Germany, of course, is uh, out of control, but uh, yes, this is how they uh, treat our women when they come in, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that just great? All right. Holy shit. Let me take you a, a couple of these here on uh, Odyssey. We have uh, Pagan Bear. Just uh, got done watching the uh, the replace with Stephen McNallan, and I enjoyed it very much. I will have to watch the replay since I'm off uh, to the gym support. What you like, everyone. Every little bit helps. Thank you. Appreciate that. Count of your Pagan Bear. It was good to see you. Uh, we also have uh, Lampshade Denier saying uh, thank you for that donut by the way it's kind of so italy is concerned with the invasion of atlantic blue crabs but doesn't <laughs> was this a thing i usually that's a thing isn't it there's always something like oh this invasive species here is, is wrecking havoc on the uh, ecosystem and i remember like in sweden it was this like concern about like wall lice there was like you know a, a very very large and stuff and then of course you find out what's well, like this is what what is this come from never been a thing oh oh that's right they're like in syria and Iraq and some of these, you know, other North African places. And there could be like articles of concern about those things. But then, you know, when they like rape and kill our own people, then it's like, no, it's it's fine. This is not an invasive species. You see, this is nothing to do with it. Uh, anyway, let me, uh, where did it go there? Let me click in already. Yeah, so it is concerned with the invasion of, of Atlantic blue crabs, but doesn't care about millions of invading Africans. That country 
is so fucked. It's uh, yeah, the, just the the African uh, thing in Italy has been especially bad. Um, not sure why. I guess it's just a convenient entry point. I would assume. Uh, to be honest, because of course a lot of these people do go on. They go to, you know, they want to go to Germany. They want to go to the UK. They want to go to Sweden. You know, if they can, Norway, Denmark, these countries. Right? Uh, but yeah, it, it is absolutely. We're done. I mean, we're it's we're absolutely fed up, <laughs> and I'm seeing it. I mean, majority of the comments I see when, when these kinds of things. Maybe I look. I get there's a slight you know kind of echo chamber or whatnot like that. But just a just a, a you know casual overview of the situation when you come along you know when you come across these types of videos or posts or articles and stuff like that, and the majority of people are are, are just they're, they're normalizing deportation, which is which is good. Uh, this is where it needs to go. There's just no other way about it, right? Uh, let me show you this too. We've had Eritreans, right? We showed you the riots in Sweden. Then there was riots in was it Ottawa? Or Alberta, I think it was Ottawa, Ottawa, wasn't it? Or um, I forget where it was. I think it was in two places actually in Canada. So you have pro-regime Eritreans in, and I, and I think it was Germany as well, or the UK. It was oh yeah, Israel. That's right, it was Israel. Now Israel was like one of the only countries that like fired and killed some of these people, which of course you know totally fine. Oh, don't worry about it. They have a total right to do that. If that would have happened in any European country, there would be an international news for days on end. Uh, as far as I know, there were uh, only Eritreans that were, you know, injured and so forth. But like, no, send all of them back. There, there's there's pro-regime Eritreans fighting anti-regime Eritreans in all these countries that they go to. Like, how many Eritreans are there? There's just like thousands of them in in, in like most other European and Western countries. So Sweden had it. Canada had it, I think Germany had it, uh, Israel had it, and it's the same story everywhere. And not that I like Israel, but obviously they were the only ones that you know were were doing something that that this you know <laughs> they at least they're standing up for the country as as bad as they are and and as uh, much as I uh, hate the Zionists and especially what they've done to our countries and a lot of their lobby groups and a lot of their people overall their activists. Uh, at least they're doing what they need to do to protect them. But of course, we can't do any of that. No, no, no. Uh, so here's um, Eritreans now rioting in Switzerland. Just deport them all, right? If they injure each, each other, uh, they, they mostly fight with uh, sticks and stones. Literally, that's what they fight with. They injure each other. Maybe there's people get stabbed or something. They, they burn shit down like they did in Sweden, right? They torch cars and all that stuff. But like, uh, look at the tree branches <laughs> they're getting right there. We should not pay for any of these people's medical bills. Just send them back to Eritrea and they can deal with their goddamn problems there. How is this so hard to uh, to understand? We're done. That's it. I get some game or something. Um, all right. So we had a, a interesting comment here by, and I actually didn't know that uh, 
bin Salman, Mohammed bin Salman in uh, Saudi Arabia. I just thought he was the crown prince, but it turns out he's actually the uh, prime minister as well. I love that they can just like, I'm, I'm king and prime minister and president uh, and, uh, you know, head of all government. Uh, anyway, he said here in a recent comment, this is a subtitle here, I guess we can pull this in. I can, I can translate that or read that subtitle as we, as we get to it here. But he's talking about how Middle East will be transformed uh, into the new Europe. Listen to this here, or yeah, check this out. I think that the new Europe will be the Middle East. wonder why that is. The Kingdom of Saudi Arabia in the next five years will be totally different. Bahrain will be totally different. Kuwait, even Qatar. Despite our difference, they have a strong economy and will be totally different in the next five years. Why is that, you think? UAE, Oman, Lebanon, Jordan, Egypt, Iraq, and the opportunities that it has. If we succeed in the next five years, many countries will follow us, and the next global renaissance in the next 30 years will be in the Middle East. God willing. Talk about how this is Saudi's war, and war doesn't want to see before I see the Middle East at the forefront of the war. I, I think this goal will be achieved 100%. He's talking about the Yemen war. He's talking about now. Of course, <clears throat> what, what's the reason for why the Middle East is cleaning up their act? It's of course because they're deporting their trash to Europe and and the uh, and the West, right? There's even other Muslims that have recognized and said that. Yeah, they're sending all their uh, their uh, their worst, right? They're sending uh, all the people that are just willing to, first of all, leave, meaning they're not patriotic or nationalistic. They don't care about that. It's selfish, um, you know, fulfillment. They're economic migrants, the majority of them, right? And um, And so they're exporting those people, sending them to Europe, other Western countries, and then now all of a sudden with their oil money and all this shit, it's like we can now we're going to build the future here. We're going to build moon bases. Uh, we're the guys who are going to be we're going to be leading the next renaissance. We'll see if that happens or not. We'll see what happens. We'll check. We'll put a bookmark in this. Um, September 13th, uh, 2027. Let's let's check in. Right. Uh, actually, 28, 28. So let's check in then and uh, we'll see where they are. And we'll see if they uh, pulled off their uh, their renaissance. So remember, they were going to build the uh, the line as one of them, the the this fancy new city and stuff like that. Uh, and they have begun working with that, but I don't think they understand like what it, how what an involved project that will be. And it will probably be like kind of just like half as fancy as they claim that it's going to be we'll see we'll we'll, we'll give them time you, you know it's uh, it, they have a lot of money i mean they have i think second to norway saudi arabia has the you know largest the second and largest uh, sovereign wealth fund obviously again oil money all that stuff and they're doing all this crazy sh shit now even norway's doing that too right because a lot of that is is you know they got wealthy from the oil right uh, but they know that that's being uh, outfaced slow, slowly with the net zero and the climate alarmism and all this crazy stuff. So they're doing all these crazy like tourist attractions and they're building the largest this and the biggest that and the most uh, crazy architectural feature and stuff. 
Uh, I mean, Norway is doing some pretty cool stuff, to be honest. They're doing a lot of uh, movies, kind of ex you know exploring Norse mythology and stuff like that. They're building theme parks with uh, you know Viking themes and trolls, and you know so that, you know that's fine. I, that that's cool that they're doing that. But they're basically thinking that tourism is going to be the new oil, and we'll see if that happens. Especially if there's a downturn economically in many countries, uh, you know, kind of like a global economic uh, hard times. Not many people are going to you know go travel to, to distant lands to have a good time. But we'll see what happens here. Lars Agbeck again over on Odyssey says uh, Eritreans have been fighting in Switzerland and Denmark too. Yep, that's a clip we play there. Denmark, yes, that's right, Denmark. You have Kurds uh, and Turks fighting in the streets in Germany. You have, uh, what, uh, Hindus and Pakis fighting in uh, in England, right? It's just, <laughs> it's like all these imported problems. Uh, it is pretty, uh, pretty incredible. Okay, now we're, we're going to get to the Sweden story here in a little bit, because that's, of course, speaking of um, Kurds, right? There's a, there's a Kurdish-focused uh, criminal network there that we'll get into in a little bit. But check out this first here. We're going to switch over to the U.S. for a little bit. Uh, same thing there, right? Total invasion, total depravity. There's so many migrants now. Uh, and shel you know, shelters are filled up everywhere. Hotels are filled up. I'm not sure how much that is in the, in the U.S., but we've seen that many of those, like in the U.K., they're building tent cities and container cities to like deal with all these new populations that are coming in, all the invaders. And now the uh, Chicago O'Hare Airport is basically turning, being turned into a dystopian homeless encampment. <clears throat> a couple of videos here. Let's play this one. Not a big surprise. Here it is. Check this out. That's how it's going to be now? Is that, that the, the airports now? Chicago Harris Airport used as a migrant shelter as crisis overwhelms the city. More than 400 migrants are reportedly being housed in a section of the airport hidden from public view behind black curtains up to 31 at the beginning of August. Uh, there's another clip on the New York Post piece here too. Uh, let's check this one out real quick. They're not, yeah, they have a look. They have photos. Check this out. A couple of photos from the depravity here. Shocking photos show filthy makeshift shelters set up inside. With one photo even showing a man collapsed and asleep inside a terminal, too. 
<clears throat> O'Hare's homeless population is increasing uh, by 53% in 2023. Uh, the Windy City recently reviewed $60 million from the federal government to combat homelessness. That, uh, that turned out just great. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, it's happening. It's uh, it's being uh, <clears throat> it's being turned into a zone of zombies, and of course, then you have the fentanyl problem overall, right? In the rest of America, uh, watched a little series here the other day of the Sackler, the Jewish Sackler family, and of course, the the Netflix. I forget which one it was. It was Netflix or something like that. Uh, they, of course, don't mention any of that, but. Um, I think one of these, I'm not sure, I forget if it was the family or the head of the family, was it Richard Sackler? I forget who his first name was. I think it was Dr. Richard Sackler. He was worth something like 11 billion, right? And they were, they got fined, I think, 4 billion or something like that. In other words, he, he, get, to, he get to keep the majority of his billions after the sale of Oxycontin, which of course, I mean, if you want to talk about like a genocide, a holocaust, that would be it. The oxycotton victims and the families and the, the depravity left in the wake of this disgusting family, the Sackler family with their company, Purdue Pharma. Unbelievable, right? That's, of course, where the money and the resources should be put, right? To help people who are on drug use, depression, um, the homelessness. Uh, you know, put resources on the border, close the border. It's not, this is not rocket science, what needs to be done here. But it says, you know, learned helplessness says, oh, well, it's nothing we can, we can't do anything about any of this. Just, it's just what it is now. <laughs> it's just b- bullshit. But we're running out of patience, folks. Slowly but surely, we're running out of patience. And of course, with these new populations you bring in, you, of course, have the perpetual racial harmony uh, between many of them as well. Um, several years back, a Latino gang tried to drive black people from their L.A. neighborhood. Civilians were hurt in a racism-obsessed country like the USA. You'd think an attempt to racially cleanse a neighborhood would be a top national news story. But it wasn't. National media doesn't want to expose fissures between the left's People of Color Coalition. And they want people to think of racial intimidation and violence as something that only white people do. Here's a headline. I forget when that was. Yeah, 2016, right? Latino gang members firebombed black residents to drive them out of Boyle Heights Project, prosecutors allege. (laughs) Jeez. And this came in the wake of a recent video here. Uh, Latinos arresting a scholar. Latinos and black tensions are at all-time high as Latinos replace blacks in the big cities. Now, I don't see any police. like I'm not sure what this is. A citizen's arrest or undercover? I'm not sure what this is, but let's check out the video here. This is Sacramento. Speaking of that, uh, the great, uh, <laughs> the, the fantastically hilarious uh, city council meeting there with the Jewish leftist Mayor Steinberg. Uh, which was which was uh, a lot of fun, but Sacramento is like a you know like a Antifa stronghold essentially, right? Uh, anyway, check this out. There's at May- Macy's at Arden Fair Mall in uh, so, little cut off there, but that's Sacramento, California under there. Yeah, so is this like undercover cops? 
see one guy with a ginger beer there, so I guess he's... Unless he, uh, <clears throat> unless he's one of these uh, mythical white Latinos, uh, he would be the one off there, otherwise... Racial harmony, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, uh, while we enjoy that <coughs> wonderful Rainbow Coalition right there, uh, yeah, someone mentioned Saudi Arabia too in the chat. And uh, by the way, I forgot to mention that, speaking to the earlier story in Lampedusa, is it, this all bleeds into each other, of course. It's it's invasion, uh, replacement, new populations and so forth, and just the chaos that comes with that. But it was Saudi Arabia too, by the way, that were shooting... Um, was it Eri not Eritrean, right? It was Ethiopian migrants. Uh, yes, was Ethiopian migrants. Lana did a segment on that. We put that up on, on our main channels. Same thing there, right? Saudi Arabia gets a pass. Uh, Israel gets a pass. They, they, they literally can, can shoot these uh, you know, illegal migrants. Even in Saudi Arabia, there were uh, allegations of like torture and stuff. Uh, you know, like beating them, kidnapping them, all kinds of things. Now, they're coming in from the Yemen side. Uh, and and maybe they have maybe their excuse is like well this is you know we're at war with the MS essentially so this could be you know agents or something but but clearly these are like they're coming from Afri other African countries uh, you know pouring in that way uh, anyway this is still uh, still going here this is like four minutes long. What a clown show. What a goddamn circus. Brought to you by Pfizer. President Obunga here says, uh, and thank you, by the way, for kind of you. Always good to see you. Obunga, I believe in human rights. I believe that all ethnic groups have a human right to self-preservation, and that includes Europeans. That human right means having land and a territory that is our own and only uh, our own. And uh, finishing off with a couple of hashtags there, European human rights and remigration now. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, obviously, I just think that human rights was something that was used. It was used as a weapon against us, right? Just right in the wake of World War II. And, you know, let's stop the bad Nazis, you know. Um, and it was just used as a weapon against us in the West, us as Europeans. And, and then it was other people's then human rights transcended our rights. Well, we have to let them in. It's a it's a human right to seek asylum. Blah blah blah. All these things. Uh, the basic notion I can agree with, of course. Um, I think that would be the best. Uh, that, that that's obviously the solution to this. And either we will go down that path, or at least some some lands, some kingdoms, some territories, some realms, whatever, 
will go down this route, and and maybe will, they they will be newly formed uh, countries, regions. Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, look, there's like a natural, there's natural, you know, flows of maybe populations here or there or something like that. I mean, that's always kind of happened a little bit, but usually that's associated with with warfare, right? just like it is now. But this like active, like let's just uproot these people and put them over here and just this hodgepodge. And then even internally in Europe, you have those like large migration waves, which I also don't like. I mean, th- that shows you how bad it is, even, even us in Europe and even with the Ukrainians, right? Ireland is full. We're putting up an uh, interview with Michael O'Keefe here, uh, either later tonight or tomorrow uh, about that. And as as open as I am, obviously, to helping Ukrainians, and we should, especially when they're being, you know, uh, sent to slaughter by the Zionists that are running Ukraine now, uh, and, and the Americans (triple parentheses) that are they're you know, ruling Ukraine essentially, deciding what them what they should do. We should help them, but even that has been hard, right? There's no homes left. It's getting more and more expensive. Same thing in Canada, uh, Denmark. We we played a Ukrainian woman who was in Norway talking about the same sentiments. Essentially, there was like, there's no housing. There's like tensions now between Ukrainians and Norwegians, and so even that is hard enough. How do you think it's going to be with these third world populations coming you know, straight off the boat from Africa? Im impossible, or impossible. Um, so yeah. Um, at the end of the day, hopefully we can get uh, back to some level of sanity and normalcy on this front. And uh, and you'll probably have some regions that are uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, quote unquote, hopelessly mixed out because that's just what, what, what some, uh, you know, people do. But again, most of this has been through coercion and propaganda ever since the days of, of the uh, melting pot, if you want to talk about that in the U.S., right? Uh, ever since the days of... Israel Zangwill uh, coming over from uh, England, right? The playwright uh, who wrote that play, The Melting Pot. Uh, has this been shoved down uh, our throats, not only in the U.S., and then, of course, what's happening in the U.S. is being extended to European countries. This is still going here, this clip. Unbelievable. Uh, thank you, President Obunga. Good to see you. One of our executive producers, a special shout-out to Obunga. All right. So... Uh, oh, this one too. Before we get to Sweden here, let's play this one. Uh, in London, a pack of rabid Muslims hunts for Jewish blood. Muhammad Hijab and Ali Dawah openly threatened Jews with violence. See, now it's a problem. It's not, it's not a problem when there's when this happens to white people, apparently. Uh, threatened Jews with violence. And of course, then the UK and the ADL and stuff will say, see, anti-Semitism is on the rise among Europeans in Europe. Uh, While the police do nothing, this is what happens, well, they did nothing for 20 years when there was Muslim rape gangs against ethnic English girls either, for that matter. In fact, when the father of some of these girls showed up to try to take the girl back and and, and basically, you know, (laughs) take vengeance on some of these people that had like on an industrial scale gang raped his daughter, then he was arrested. Remember that? This is what happens when the state kowtows to Islam. And it's like, yes, Islam is a problem in our countries. It doesn't belong there. But it's certainly not the only problem in our countries, right? It doesn't matter what religion it is. 
Concern over Palestine's a very thin veil for Islamic anti-Semitism. Anyway, let's check out the uh, clip here because there's one one thing in particular I, want, I do want to comment on when it comes to this. All right. So there it is, right? <clears throat> Free Palestine. It's like, can't you go to <laughs> to Palestine? Can't you go to Israel and take that up with that with, with them, right? It's not like you're standing outside of the uh, what, what do they call the the UK Jewish uh, Assembly here or the the Israel Embassy in London or something. No, it's against like just normal English people. That's what this is. Against. It's like, okay, yeah, I agree, but go over there and, and push that shit. Bottles and eggs rain down on them. Oh no, not not eggs. Again, more racial harmony, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, this guy. The boy's dog, if he saw it again. However, when the, when those Zionists came in with their dogs, that was an that, that was an act of provocation. So what we're saying now, and I'm making it very clear so everyone understands, if those dogs come close to us again, we will see it as an act of aggression, and we will kill those dogs. We'll put them down. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <clears throat> Is he talking about? The, I assume when he says dogs, that's a euphemism. He's talking about something else, right? Jabendawa then led the crowd to speaker's corner, and as the mob marched through London streets, screaming, "We'll find some Jews." We want their blood. <laughs> the police did nothing. Let that sink in. Oh yeah. They're oh my God. Yeah. Did they do that when they're when they're going after whites too? Did they? Obviously, then the the English police acted immediately and said, "Hey, that's racist. That's a hate crime, Muslim." The streets. It's funny how it's just it's just a pro. Anyway, you get my point, right? But it's like, well, it was, I you know you could yeah, I mean you can. You can argue the majority of lobbying for opening our borders have, of course, come from Jewish organizations all over Europe, in America. Highest Jewish family fund is raid. Uh, in in uh, Europe, you have Paideia. You have you have countless, endless of them. I, I I can't even read. I don't have them at the top of my head. We've shown lists a few times of just how many groups and organizations it is. And then, of course, a lot of just the general like liberal policies of opening our borders and stuff like that, of course, have come from there. Um, now, obviously, there's white liberals and anti-white whites as well, and that's also a big problem, right? But you see how that works? It's like it's very few ethnically European people in the beginning that was like, yes, let's let's open our borders and let these foreigners into our countries uh, because that's going to be so much better. Sweden is like the case study, right, in a way. And of course, there you have David Schwartz, one of the early debaters, right? He wrote something like 60 to 70 articles in many of the, at the time, this is back in the late 60s into the mid 70s, articles on, of course, why Sweden needs to become multicultural and that's the only moral thing to do, blah, blah, blah. These ideas have not really occurred to, but there was a time like under maybe the Social Democrats, uh, Olof Palme, that type of period where they let in like a bunch of leftists from other countries, like uh, uh, when Pinochet came to power, came to power in uh, Chile, right? Um, was it Chile? Yeah, it was Chile, right? Wasn't it? Um, then they let in all the leftists, Chileans, uh, you know, were a good portion of them. Uh, and ironically, considering the next story we're coming to, a lot of the same things happened with Kurds, right? Sweden ended up housing a bunch of these Kurds. Uh, because they're, you know, on the far left, there's like, you know, revolutionary, there's even, there's even photos and videos of like leftist Europeans going down, like training 
uh, with you know the PKK uh, and the YPG and some of these other Kurdish kind of leftist militant organizations and stuff like that. And again, I, I should they have their own country? Yes, of course. But look at the damage of what happens when they show up in our countries, right? So they keep they keep pushing for more left, uh, you know, policies. They align with like the social democrats and blah blah blah. And then of course they they create gangs, endless violence, and we'll get into that next year. Uh, anyway, let's finish up this. I'm just gonna skip skip by this annoying guy there. Let's see the rest here. We'll get to the Sweden story. Come on, come through there. Lord of the blood. This is the what can you maybe maybe I don't, call me crazy, but maybe you should go to Israel. <laughs> maybe you can begin there. Uh, look, I know there are some in London, of course, but like, ay ay ay. Anti-Jewish edition. <laughs> a couple of hours later, we were violently assaulted leaving a kosher restaurant in an anti-Semitic attack. Oh boy! I hate to say this, but I'm not sure there's a future for Jews in this country. We're being attacked on the streets by extremists. Has this? I'm not sure. Has this guy ever done a video about like how whites are attacked? I assume not. I've come across him a couple of times. I, I just assume not. If if he has, you know, good for him. But At probably not. Nothing. I assume. Not. and fucking do your shit there then i could care less if you're fighting with some other ethnic group that you consider to be your enemy get the fuck out of our countries go down to the fucking desert and fight over there sick of it yeah but go there then go there then go to your mosque go to your black cube run around it go to your satin cube and run around all day i don't care Take beer. All right. Anyway, there you go. Ah, uh, that's that. That's that, folks. Wonderful. The Rainbow Coalition strikes again. We're all going to be uh, singing Kumbaya. We're all going to get along, folks. Uh, trust me, it's going to be it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. All right. So we have to talk about uh, Sweden, Sweden a little bit, uh, and uh, talk about the intense. Uh, escalation of violence that is happening uh, in my country. And uh, the latest thing here then is that a 13-year-old boy was found dead in the forest. Uh, this is outside of Stockholm. I believe it was in Haninge. Forget how far outside of Stockholm that is. I think it's, is that a, technically a suburb? I, I guess it's a suburb, right? Yeah, it's its own municipality uh, in Stockholm County, East Central Sweden. Uh, yeah, it's part of the song. Okay, so yeah, so it's it's the same fucking thing. It's uh, <clears throat> the suburbians. I mean, something different in Sweden versus the U.S. By the way, so the de- the death there has been linked to the Kurdish fox, which is not quite a, a right translation. Foxtrot, they say in Swedish, which is basically like the fox. Uh, network, the Fox Gang, some people translate that to. Uh, Kurdish, again, these were the people that we 
Oh, you're being suppressed by Turkey? Well, come to Sweden, please. We'll, we'll house you. You're a commie. We're a commie. We can all get along. It's totally fine. Trust me. And then, uh, you know, one, two generations later, uh, here their, their kids are that we let in, uh, creating the worst gang criminality that we have ever seen uh, in the country, arguably ever, at least in modern history. Uh, on Monday, a lifeless body was discovered in a forest in the area of Honingen. The disease was a 13-year-old boy, and according to information by Expressen, he had links to the Kurdish Fox criminal immigrant gang. Now, the identity has not been revealed yet. Some people dropped the word that he's his name is Milo, Milo, which could be a Swedish name. Uh, there are some uh, tweets that were going around claiming there was a, this is the boy... I'm not sure. Uh, most likely, when you read a little bit about this, the Kurdish Fox Gang, uh, they use a lot of you know, like 15, 16 year olds to carry out their murders and stuff like that. So I'm not sure if this is true or not. So it remains to be seen. Regardless, it shouldn't be happening, right? Regardless, uh, it's sickening. There's plenty of, of Swedish kids that are dying at the hands of these gang criminals as well. Anyway, uh, the alarm came early Monday morning from a private person in Honinge, south of Stockholm. The body was found near a train track. Uh, according to police, the 13-year-old boy had previously been reported missing, according to Express and sources. And he should be, he, he might be linked to the criminal network led by Rawa, the Kurdish fox Majid. Now, it's very interesting with um, him, too, because apparently he's hiding out in Turkey right now, which, which you, you know, thought that there was this kind of conflict between Kurds and Turks, but apparently he's fine hiding out in Turkey. Uh, in recent weeks, I mean, uh, we have some stuff on this too, so I'll, sh I'll show you. Uh, we'll do a live kind of translate on this here. Um, tremendous amounts of violence, especially the gang criminality, and people are like, well, you know, so what? They kind of let them kill it, but it got to keep in mind, all these resources are, be are being put... By, by Swedish taxpayers to, to sort out these issues and just the intense uh, criminality, the bombing, the shooting, the stabbings, the, the drug dealing. That's basically what most of this comes down to, like drug dealing and other illicit shit, basically. Um, let me see if they have anything in, in the report here. I, I didn't see this video yet here from the footage. Under Monday... Uh, a 13-year-old boy was found in the woods. Uh, the police theory is that the boy had been killed on another location, but then the body moved. The boy has been uh, previously, as we said, reported missing. And the uh, disappearance is believed to be tied to the environment of gang criminality. There's an investigation right now about murder, uh, blah, 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 but that's some of the footage of the uh, aftermath right there. Okay, so let me show you a couple of these. So here's the boy. We'll see if that if that turns out to be right or not. Here's the uh, here's the wonderful uh, imported problem here. Rawa Majid. Now this is in Swedish, so we could play a little bit, and I'll translate. Uh, I didn't have time to download the, this and, and translate the whole thing first. So we'll do it. We'll do it live. Yes, uh, O'Reilly said. Rawa Majid, som även kallas kurdiska räven eller. The Rava Majid, which is also known as the Kurdish Fox. 
is uh, the head of the criminal network Foxtrot, which is the Fox network, I guess you'd call it. Flera platser i Sverige har under 2023 drabbats av en lång rad våldståd. Several places in Sweden throughout uh, 2022 going into 2023 uh, have suffered from uh, you know, yeah, gang criminality, violent attacks. Både skjutningar och sprängningar. Both uh, explosions and shootings. Flera av händelserna kopplas till konflikter runt narkotikaförsäljning. Several of these events are tied to the uh, narcotics uh, dealing, essentially, and the conflict between these gangs uh, related to that. Konflikterna har... One, so spicy, folks. This is... Sweden was, used to be so, so boring, right? It used to be so boring and plain and nothing really... Ex- it was just safe and stuff, but now, folks... Now, folks, it's super spicy. It's very exciting, and now it's like a, a, a murder novel mystery, uh, uh, you know, book. Every other every other day now, uh, there's shootings happen. I'll show the stats in a moment. It's also about money, power, and honor. The mesta kring svensk droghandel och gängkriminalitet, skjutningar, sprängningar och mord kretsar kring den kurdiska räven. So most of the explosions and shootings and uh, narcotics, criminality, blah, 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 uh, is oriented around the Kurdish fox. Rava Majid är en 37-årig man från Uppsala med rötter i irakiska Kurdistan. He's from, uh, he's living in Uppsala, Sweden, but he has roots uh, in the Kurdish parts of Iraq. Iran, Iran, is it, is it Iran? Iraq. Kurdistan. After a long... Iraq, I think. ...mot fängelsestraff flyr han till Turkiet och han upplever att det finns en hotbild mot honom. So after a prison sentence, I believe in Sweden, he flees to Turkey uh, after he says there is a uh, threat against him. Ravan Majid är numera turkisk medborgare och jag ser... So he's now uh, a Turkish citizen. See how... Again, what, what's with this? The Kur- is the, the Kurdish thing just a lie? Is this a Turk? I mean, look, I don't know exactly the, the fine details of this. Maybe there's plenty of enough Kurds that are peaceful with Turkey and stuff like that. I'm not saying just because he's a Kurd, he wouldn't be let in. The, but it's kind of curious, right? And again, considering, as we'll learn in the clip in a little bit here, Sweden is trying to get him extradited from Turkey and they're refusing. While they, Remember while they're wagging their finger at us? For like burning a Quran and they wanted different rules for us. They wanted new uh, hate crime legislation around Quran burnings. All the shit that came in the wake of this that Erdogan was pushing. Absolute garbage. And of course then this guy can show up being a Turkish citizen. I mean, I prefer him to stay there. Like, you know, put him in prison there. Let him deal with it, obviously. Um, but at the, But it's the principle, right? That they will not comply when they have a criminal citizen that needs to be, uh, you know, hopefully have a, a, a quick trial and then, uh, and then swiftly to the gallows. Sedan 2020 internationellt efterlyst via Interpol. So he's, uh, from 2020 onwards, he's been uh, uh, sought after by Interpol. Han misstänks för synnerligen grova narkotikabrott. Han misstänks även ha beordrat flera våldståd. Och han... uh, he's uh, suspected of uh, uh, severe narcotics crimes uh, and also suspected of... Uh, ordering uh, you know hit jobs and, and violent crimes things like this också misstänkt för förberedelse till mord and also uh, planning to planning for murder striden om narkotikamarknaden är en konflikt mellan Foxtrot och Dalenätverket mellan so the uh, battle over the narcotics trade of these Im- criminal immigrant gangs in Sweden is between this uh, Kurdish fox network 
and the Dala, the Dala gang, Dala network. Redarna, kurdiska rävan och greken Mikael Alström Tenesos. So-, so it's a, I guess a half, is he half Greek? I mean, it's a, uh, Fred, what's his name again? Let me, let me take that again. Alström Tenesos. Alström Tenesos. Tenesos, okay, so he's a, so again, imported problems. Ooh, he shares one last name with a Swede. Well, he doesn't look Swedish. So you have a Kurd and a Greek. I Sundsvall vill Majid och Foxtrottnätverket ta över narkotikahandeln. In Sundsvall, the, uh, uh, the, the uh, Kurdish fox gang want to take over uh, the, uh, the, the drug Uh, the drug uh, dealing basically right there. Sorry, I'm a bit rusty here on the translation thing. And that's, that's leading to a, a full-on gang criminal war essentially between these groups. So they wanted to extradite uh, Rawa Majid from Turkey to Sweden. Turkey is not agreeing to that. If he was Kurd, if he was 100% Kurdish, I frankly I think they would have deported him right away unless he's being unless there's some other fucking shit going on here but uh, they refuse to comply right the NATO our NATO member the oh the greatest ally the ones who who's slated to join the EU any you know any year here now right Turkey Nu höjs röster för att bistånd ska dras in till Turkiet för att få kurdiska räven utlämnad So they're talking about cutting aid to Turkey What the fuck is Sweden giving aid to Turkey for? I'm not sure if you've noticed, but our elderly like are not even having uh, f- proper food at some of the uh, some of the what do you call it the uh, you know the, the homes basically where you have where, where you keep the elderly. Uh, school is going downhill, lunch is going downhill, homelessness is up. All these all these problems. Like, let me just see if I can find something about that. Swedish aid to Turkey. Okay, it's not like super clear right away. A lot of it comes to, oh, it was an earthquake in Turkey, so therefore Sweden has to donate a bunch of money. Let's see if we can find something in that. But yeah, the humanitarian aid, 7 million Swedish crowns, blah, blah, blah. All right, I'll see if I can find something in that. But like, why? (laughs) Why? 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 Just cut it off now immediately. Bistånd ska inte gå till länder som... Ugh, blah, 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 this. ...medborgare som utsätter svenska folket för, för terrorliknande handlingar. Yeah, she's basically just saying, uh, we shouldn't give aid to countries that are uh, uh, housing, uh, you know, people in the country that are performing terrorism and, and acts against the Swedish people. She's right. Eftersom Rava Majid befinner sig utomlands har flera skjutningar och sprängningar riktats mot anhöriga och andra personer i hans och rivalernas närhet. Yeah, so other people around him, other family members and stuff like that are now experiencing uh, shootings and bombings and stuff like that because they want to try to get to him through those other people. Man, that's so spiced, so so fascinating and, and, and interesting. Finally, Sweden is interesting, folks. Vilket även drabbat många andra oskyldiga människor. Which is also, of course, inflicting, uh, uh, you know, suffering on other innocent people, right? A lot of innocent people are dragged into this conflict. They're wounded or even killed. Again, we'll see what happens with this 13-year-old boy. Was it part of their network? Is it another Turk slash Kurd slash whatever, Greek, whatever it was? Uh, or is it a Swedish boy uh, that were killed? Jag rusade ner och såg att jag hade någon ytterdörr. He says, uh, I uh, ran downstairs and uh, I saw that I didn't have a front door anymore. 
Den senaste tidens konflikt i Uppsala ska vara en intern konflikt inom Foxtrot-nätverket. So they claim it's an internal conflict within this Kurdish Fox uh, network. That's the recent uh, you know, shootings and stuff like that. that that's a, Enligt Aftonbladets uppgifter startade den efter att... Look at all these female cops, by the way. It's just like this. <sighs> Where do you begin? Look, I, I know they're running out of people. Like, no one wants to be a cop anymore. But really, is this... It's almost as dumb as Ukraine sending their women to go to war now, you know. <laughs> en narkotikaaffär gick fel. Bland annat har en kvinna som är släkt med Majids rival skjutits till döds. Yeah, so some relative to, you know, him uh, were shot recently. But anyway, that's that's basically the gist of it right there. Uh, absolutely sickening. I say just deport all of them. All of them. So what's interesting about this now is like 100% correct we were when we mentioned this what's going to happen is not deportation we'll get there i think we'll get there at some point but the initial steps will be let's start spying on everybody right and we and we called that at the time uh can we get a trans let me click in here can we get a translate here yeah here's one right uh fredrik scherholm scherholm says here uh he's from the moderate party Uh, member of parliament, he says, uh, we recently voted in the parliament through extended powers for the police to preventative use covert means of coercion, including reading text messages and chats in order to prevent shootings and bombings. The police will get this opportunity already in just a couple of months, uh, well, a couple of weeks from October 1, right? <clears throat> So they want tools, they want to extend tools to spy uh, essentially on everybody. And we've said essentially from, from, from day one when we started covering this, that's the excuse, right? That they, they bring in the migrants, create the chaos, then they create a prison, uh, a prison system, a surveillance grid, which is so ubiquitous that eventually those things will be used against nationalists who are trying to organize against these kinds of things. That's what I think. And even one of the uh, uh, guys here, from uh, the Sweden Democrats, uh, Richard Jumshoff said here, this is, a, uh, this is going to be a, an important tool in the struggle against organized crime, where people, of course, were like, well, as uh, the Golden One said here, Marcus Flynn, uh, focus on uh, migration instead. <laughs> that's, that's really the, the simplest thing about this, is basically just, just send them back. You don't have to spy ex extraordinarily on us or anyone else, not, in, not even on them. Most of them have revealed themselves through crime already. Right, right? Let's, let's begin with the hardcore criminals. Let's go after them first, and then we can work our way down the line. Anybody who hates our country, anybody who hates Swedes, deport them, send them back. And eventually, one by one, we'll go through, and eventually we'll create an environment where basically we, 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 we pull this, you know, push this line, Swede, Sweden for Swedes, right? It's really, really that simple. But it has to happen in unison with other countries as well. <sighs> All right. Anyway, so here's uh, here's some of the headlines. Aftonbladet, some of the mainstream papers. Uh, the blood. This is not translated right. Uh, the bloody uh, past 24 hours. I guess we could translate that too. In Uppsala, uh, is a spiral of violence. Four shootings and two dead in just one week. This is published today, I believe. No one knows when the wave of violence that hit Uppsala will end. Well, it will only end in in one way, and that's to deport these people, send them back home. 
Here are the events linked to the ongoing conflict between the so-called Kurdish fox and his former right hand. So this is big, spicy, exciting news in Sweden right now, folks. Anyway, several... Um, uh, yeah, what, what is the other one here? You would give strawberry, somebody is called his uh, former friend. And I guess it's them who's fighting. And of course, in that process, you have to have a bunch of Swedes uh, being squeezed in that. After the 33-year-old man must have broken away from Majid, and uh, the, then the two former partners became enemies. According to SVT, one of the public broadcasters in Sweden, the 33-year-old, the strawberry guy, uh, who, like Rawa Majid, lives in Turkey in f- uh, in flight, Turkey in flight from Swedish... Oh, in flight, okay, uh, uh, escaping from Swedish justice. Translation a bit wonky here. A recently orchestrated an assassination attempt on Majid uh, that in turn, according to Aftonbladet's information, led Raja Majid to order the murder of the 30-year-old's mother. And according to the same... Pa- so they're like... I'm not sure if they have them like drugged or some kind of gang initiation or shit like that, but they're using, as we said before, like 15, 16, 17-year-olds to do these hits and stuff like that. Um, According to the same pattern seen several times before in the network criminal environment, the murder of the mother became the beginning of a revenge spiral. Well, that's what they do. They They can go do that in their own country. They can kill each other all they want in their own lands, okay? Anyway, they go through like the chronology here of just how many times it's like shooting after shooting after shooting. And again, we have to put up our resources and uh, our people are afraid to walk, go out at night now and stuff. And it's all just a big goddamn bloodbath. Check out this article here. This is pretty crazy. Uh, here is all the shootings that have happened in 2023. Here are all the fatalities, oh, not shootings, sorry, the fatalities in Sweden 2023. Um, so we have 1st of January in Jordbro, Huddinge. We have 2nd of January, one day later in, um, oh, sorry, January 20th, so just uh, about a couple of weeks later. The 2nd in uh, Solna, you have January 28th in Huddinge. February 3rd in Söderhamn, February 17th in Trelleborg. March 3rd in Botkyrka. March 7th in Huddinge, April 5th in Skärholmen, Stockholm, April 6th, Eskilstuna, April 14 uh, in Stockholm, April 17, Eskilstuna, April 26, Borlänge, April 27th, Gothenburg, May 8th, Järfälla, May 14th, Landskrona, Landskrona, May 17th, Rogsved. On May 30th, we had another one in Solna, May 31st, uh, 31st rather, Lillhagen, Göteborg, I remember Lillhagen, been there a few times. June 10th, Farsta, side of Stockholm. June 20th, Hisingsjära, Gothenburg. June 20th, Malmö. July 9th, Västerås. July 10th, Ulfsund. July 13th, Skinskatteberg. I've never heard of it. Västmanland, haven't been there. July 19th, Örebro, been there. Eskilstuna, July 21st. August 3rd, Åstorp municipality. August 4th, Haninge. August 7th, Sätra. August 18th, Västerås. August 22nd, Helsingborg. September 7th, Uppsala. September 12th, Uppsala. And of course, today then, is that the latest? Yeah, I guess we're caught up there. Uh, It's one of four shootings in Uppsala in just one week. Fucking spicy, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's, That's the multicultural dream right there. While these EU elites stand up there and say, well, nationalism doesn't work. 
Yeah, does this fucking shit work? How does this working out for you? Mm. So here's a uh, comment here from one of the uh, chief of police. Actually, head of the intelligence at the central uh, police, uh, the central region district of the police in Sweden. Uh, this is a situation that Sweden has never experienced before. Well, guess what? You're about to get a a lot more of this. You damn idiots! Don't don't try to say nobody warned you or that this is this is you know. The, there's been like for 30 years. There's been the fight against racism has been the big. We have to open our borders. We have to let them in. Well, we're not doing that on behalf of our own daughters and sons, mothers, grandmothers, grandfathers, anybody who basically can't even protect themselves, right? And in many regards, many boys, teenage guys, they can't do it as well. Uh, these people have weapons that we don't have access to. We're not allowed to 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 arm ourselves, defend ourselves in that same capacity. So uh, you know, just a, an oldie but a goodie. But this is this is where we're at, folks. We are in uh, we are in hard times uh, right now, and fortunately, it's going to create hard men. So we're lucky. We're lucky to be at the cusp of that right now. Uh, to be honest, it could have been much worse. Many of us, if you if you have a few years uh, behind you. You, of course, have been uh, grown up in, in decadent and very comfortable times, uh, which is what it is. I mean, that's the reason for that is, of course, partially the success of our ancestors, but uh, it's been a curse uh, as well, uh, to be sure. Now, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better, but this is what this is the reality we face. We have to face this head on. We have to be the ones who take a leadership role in organizing fighting back, building networks, forming Swedish clubs. There's a lot of good active clubs out there. <clears throat> Seek them out. Uh, Jim 14, a little plug for them. Great uh, Telegram channel. I should find the exact URL for that, but that's a good one in Sweden to follow. <clears throat> get, in get involved, of course. Uh, yeah, Jim 14 is simply twm forward slash G-Y-M-X-Y or X-I, rather, V. Uh, Roman numerals, right? 14. Jim 14, X-I-V, X-I-V. Uh, follow them, follow some of the other uh, active clubs out there. Get involved, make friends, work out, learn to fight, take the meta-political battle, take the information war, get out there, leaflet, join groups, other nationalist organizations, the Free Sweden, Nordic Resistance Movement, whatever's your flavor, uh, join something, become strong, Find your brotherhood once again. Find your tribe. It's not rocket science. This is what we need to do, uh, and it's and it's a good time. Uh, it's it's good. We're, we're we're lucky to be in this situation because uh, we'll be uh, we'll be uh, part of making history, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Of turning this around. <clears throat> All right. So here's a couple of other things. Some of the other dumb stuff that's happening in some of the other European countries. Like at a time when the direction is going where it's going, speaking to what we just focused on, Poland, right? Which was like one of these, oh, we can, Poland is based, right? Poland is keeping, they're not letting in migrants and stuff. Well, the propaganda campaign is uh, 
has kicked off, <laughs> as it were. Here's the, uh, the Park of Poland. The country is 98% white, yet they choose two men from North and Sub-Saharan Africa to part party with blonde, brunette, and red-haired women. Uh, this is no accident, so let's check in on who owns Park of Poland. Right here is a couple of different ads uh, that they had right there. <laughs> Tropical getaway in the heart of Poland. 30 minutes drive from Warsaw gets, gets, yeah, that's right, gets, get your tickets now. Smash with, smash with, smash. That's right. Brought to you by Pfizer. Here's another one. Discover our sunny promotions. Back to school with a vibe. <clears throat> Someone uh, pulled out, I think, the details here. Um, Bulgaria, Mall of Rus, Shopping Center, Rus, list of the company's properties, blah, blah, blah. Seagal, Weisup, Greidinger, Chisik, Rosenblum, Greidinger. Tepperberg was uh, the uh, main, uh, I guess, owners here of the of Global City Holdings, uh, which the uh, what was it called again? Polish Poland Park, right? Pol Park of Poland. Dot uh, com is behind. So, uh, so good job. You know, we've always argued that it's like, well, basically, they're just many of these Eastern European countries, and may the gods, you, you know, bless them in their fortune to stand up on their own legs and 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 keep this wave of propaganda, degeneracy, uh, and genocide at bay. Uh, but unfortunately, a lot of the countries were basically retarded because of communism for, for a few decades. And they will be subjected to the same propaganda. And, and they are. And it has begun. Right now, they're talking about, like, you know, white... Um, uh, I'm sorry, not white, but... Um, uh, well, they've, they've actually... Speaking of that, they've had their own version of white flight, which is kind of interesting, right? Pol a lot of Poles have fled to, like... The UK, even even Iceland has a lot of polls and stuff like that right now, which is part of that, which I mentioned before, like even as 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 like, OK, that's obviously times better than getting people that don't share the same uh, ethnic root or, or racial root at, at, you know, if you go back, back far, far enough. But even that's hard, right? Even that is this mishmashing of, of identities. It, it's just what it look. It, it happens, and there's natural, you know, back and forth. There, there's different Europeans. They will meet each other. That, that that's fine. That happens. But this inorganic of like lifting these people out and putting them over here, or whatever, uh, completely synthetic, and, and is essentially hasn't happened until like modern times. Uh, if you did have big migrant waves because of you know uh, food collapse or uh, environmental changes, flooding, there are different things that have happened, right? Look, the, the Kimbri or whatever, like, that there was war or wherever they went to try to conquer and take over other people's land. That's just what it was. That's just part of it. Here's, here's another interesting clip, right? British nationalist James Costello asks Tom F.H., we've, we've, Tom Harwood, who's a presenter with the GB News uh, in the UK, um, is asked kind of uh, point blank, you want to save the European people from going extinct, right? Listen, listen to his answer. Here's, here's GB News for you right here. Hello, Dad. This is Tom Hardwood from GB News. And he's for the continued existence of the white race. You say that's right? No. Yeah. No. I see you're, you're, you're trying. No. No, um, yeah, so this this seems like the time to put my leg. No, no, no. Yeah, so me and my dad are pro white. I abhor racism of any sort. Pro white? No, I'm not going to pass it. Oh, goodbye, Tom. Hello, dad. 
he does that in a great way. Uh, he's like, hey, he's what's the exact wording again? You're not. Uh, you, you're for the continuation of the white. Is that what he said? And he's for the continued existence of the white race. There you go. He's for the continued existence of the white. Perfectly, perfectly worded, right? And then he's, look at his face. And he's for the continued existence of the white race. You say that's right? No. Yeah. No, no, I'm not for the con- continued existence of the white race. <laughs> he's like, no, no, what do you, no, I abhor racism. In all it's for, I don't want to preserve any white people anywhere. I see. You're, you're, you're trying. You're, no. You're trying. No, you're no, trying I'm, to rope me into an existence <laughs> of of that. What is white, though? Can you define white? Yeah, of European descent. That's it's very easy. It's not. This is not rocket science. Everybody knows what white is when it's time to blame white people. It, it's not hard, right? Look, Europeans prefer their different ethnic groups European, but collectively we're known as as white people, or if you prefer, of, of European descent, whatever. He could have said, are you for the continued existence of people of European descent? E- equally good. Doesn't matter. It's just, I'm not going to be hair splitting or nitpicking or anything like that. If you're from Europe, you're white. Okay, and not like an immigrant from Europe. I'm saying ethnic roots going back you know, <laughs> so long. And you could say everybody knows who's white. You know, ask ask anybody who's not white when they are hateful of white people, then then they all know who's white. It's not not complicated. Um, yeah, so this this seems like you're trying to pull my leg. No, no, no. Yeah, so me and me dad, uh, pro white. I abhor uh, racism of any no, sort. Pro white. How is that racism? No, I'm not, I'm a not be, being for the the existence, continued existence of white people is racism. <laughs> That's GB News. We're right there. Mega cucked. I mean, I know they have like what? Um, what's the little Scottish guy's name again? He did a great show on the Vikings and stuff. He does some good monologues um, here and there. But those are those are your options. That's your your British uh, or like English Fox News essentially, and they, and they bring on presenters like this. They they have no backbone. They will not even stand up for their own group. It, it's unbelievable. Well, that's changing, and people like him are being exposed uh, to the highest order. Check out this um, uh, based uh, tweet here from uh, JF. Imagine having made it. You're at the top of the sexual selection ladder, a 10-10 woman ranking with within the top 0.1% of the most beautiful women who will ever live under the sun. Now, that could be debated regarding the clip here, but we get his point, right? She's a decent-looking uh, white woman. And then you get a kid who carries none of your recessive, sought-after genetic features. Hey, buddy. Hey, Bobby. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Hey, mommy kisses. Let me see his jersey. <laughs> yeah, boy. What a shame, huh? Straight down the drain with those genetic traits. Yeah. Uh, Bersingrotrix. I think it's a play on uh, one of the uh, the Celtic guys, right? Uh, Bersingrotrix. I forget his name. I think you're referring to Neil Oliver. That's right, Neil Oliver. He's done some good stuff for sure. Uh, Ryan Triple G with an HH. Hale Henrik, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but HH, you know, Hulk Hogan. Take your pick. Thank you, Ryan. Good to see you. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, D'Angelo Russell, I guess. <clears throat> so she's married to some, uh, or ma married, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, she got with some uh, some black, uh, what, la Lakers, so the ba bas basketball. I think I told a friend once, because um, we, we have this... Uh, we had this dessert in Sweden, right? It's uh, cacao powder, uh, butter, oats, sugar. Uh, you actually put a little bit of coffee in there and you roll them into balls. And we call them negerboll. Okay. And of course, negros means dark or, or black. But that becomes, became, you know, politically incorrect. So anyway, something that was going on, which I'm talking to my friend, I was talking to him about negerboll. And before, and before I could kind of explain what it was, he just assumed that it was. I was talking about basketball, which was, which was kind of funny. But anyway, uh, that's it. Uh, basketball uh, Americans just right down the drain. He had a fall. Didn't he have a follow-up tweet uh, to that as well? Because we don't know how long it takes, right? Those those traits, uh, white uh, traits, and, and yes, they are recessive, and that doesn't mean you know better or not. You could talk about a refinement process. It's like recessive genes if you keep that. Um, if you keep those recessive traits by getting with somebody that looks like you, uh, there's a lot of upsides to that, right? But in this case, <clears throat> you get outbreeding, and some people were pointing out in the comments of this clip, and the, the comment that JF made as well, you're actually closer... Oh, actually, that was part of his follow-up too, but other people pointed that out. You're actually closer related... She will be closer related genetically to another random white kid that might live next door than she is to her own child. Uh, and all these, you know, genetic problems like that, that the, the elites, the uh, the globalists, right? Those who want us to unify in this way. That's that's what they want. They want us to all mix out and blend out so we're hopelessly intermixed and nobody knows what's anything. And that's, that's how they think they're going to solve racism. Which is not, we've proven that many times, that our mixed-raced people are, uh, they have a kind of a divided... Uh, identity. Many of them have other kinds of issues and problems, but they've argued, oh, this, it's a genetic lottery. You could win the genetic, which is, of course, not at all true. That's not how genes, uh, doesn't, that's not how it works, right? You can get all the problems associated with outbreeding, for example. Uh, inbreeding is so, it's so minuscule. In this, this is like not even an issue, but I remember even in Sweden, they brought that up. Like, some of the politicians that opened our doors were like, uh, eh, Swedes are all inbred and blah, blah, blah. You kind of think like, hardly. Outbreeding is the bigger problem. That's, that's a real threat. That's going to be a real problem. All the problems that come with that. And again, then you have another set of racial hierarchy that, that happens within these groups. And no, it, it's, it's, it's not a fix. But uh, Jeff said here, um, uh, years ago, someone asked me to calculate how genetically related one would be to a child they would have with someone from another race. I was stunned by the result. The result were as follows. When a European has a child with an African, the child is as genetically related to the European parent as a random European person picked on the street, just as I said, right? Uh, the implication of this kinship calculations are massive. For example, this mom should be as evolutionary incentivized at giving breastfeeding access to me as a, as a random European, as she is to her own child. All right, slow down there. I get your point, Jeff, but slow down there. Uh, go, go to Horny Jail with some funny uh, tweets right there. Give me, uh, give me booba, I think was the... Uh, yeah, give me the milkers. Give them to me. 
Uh, we get your point, Jeff. I think your I think your heart is in the right place. But uh, all right, <clears throat> okay, fascinating. So, what do we have going for us? Uh, you know, in in white families, then. Uh, this is what's happening uh, in <clears throat> among many white families right now. They are in a polyamorous relationship, and they all parent Hazel and Sparrow. We have a two-year-old antigender baby and a ten-year-old who is non-binary. They have chosen not to disclose Sparrow's gender. We don't know it yet. It's something that Sparrow's going to have to figure out and then tell us. But their parenting approach is controversial. I have literally received death threats crazy crazy lady i hope karma hits you back and your kids grow up to brought to you by pfizer these polyamorous parents let their children choose their gender and for their oldest child hazel that's neither male nor female please tell us how and why what a surprise who could have guessed that their kids would turn out this way and you decided to come out as non-binary because the pronouns she and he did not fit Non-binary was what I turned to, though I do choose to act and look um, more feminine. Can I go down now? Of <laughs> it's called child abuse. And two-and-a-half-year-old Sparrow has yet to make a choice about their gender. Sparrow, do you want a banana? Yeah. They're anti-gender, but we're using they-them pronouns. Sure, they have anatomy, we understand it, but like that's not indicative of their identity. It's something that Sparrow's going to have to figure out and then tell us before we can panel anyone else. Particularly because it's, you know, something that our parents did and they got it wrong. <laughs> uh, just go to bed. Just just go to bed. Just Let's just, let's just throw this one out, shall we? Uh so that we, I came across a clip too. We don't have to play it, but the same thing in Sweden. There was there was finally some some pushback against this, which is which is f- fascinating, right? Uh, the trans war. What if you are wrong, right? Imagine if you're wrong. The documentary in three parts about the trans, uh, well, care, but that's not what it is. It's it's, it's a trans mutilation propaganda, whatever, uh, coercion. Uh, has been broadcast in Sweden. I haven't actually seen the whole part, but someone linked up a little portion of it here. Again, it's subtitle. Uh, it's in Swedish uh, and not subtitled, so we have to do that. But just what my point is, is like while it's like g- hardcore gang criminality, and the other people in our countries are like being toughened up in on a level, and you, you could argue it's like, well, that's you know they get shot and killed, and it's drugs and criminality and blah 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 all the stuff, but they're being Regardless, that criminal world will 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 harden you in a way that some of these other guys can't then deal with, right? They don't know how to deal with that, right? We should we need to develop our skills to combat that violence, right? We need to be, we need to be good at handling the violence that's directed at us, right? But instead, what's happening is that our young kids are being run through this clown show, circus, mutilation. Uh, b- butchering, you know, monstrosity that is the, the, the transgender propaganda. And it's just sickening to see this. And in the clipper, they talked about when we had the trans reception, 
uh, it was it was open up from the age of zero and up to uh, three and four year olds, and they said that there were certain parents that came in who applied for, for to get their ch- children to to uh, to change gender. Of course, it's not you know you don't you can't you can't well gender is made up anyway, but you can't you can't change you can't change sex. You can't you can't do that. You're born with the sex that you have, and that's that. You can't you can have surgery. And you can do a bunch of uh, you know butchering on your body and think you're something that you're not, but you can't. You you're never going to change, uh, you know, your sex. And that's why that's a, a completely different fight that also going to have to be taken. Because if these people if these people could, they would they would put every goddamn kid that we have under under the knife. No problem, right? So it's happening in Sweden. It's happening in America. It's happening everywhere in the West. It's total butchery, absolute butchery. And check this out. Meanwhile, of course, we've talked about the severity of the Nord Stream and the real effects of that. It's going to be hitting in 2023, maybe into 2024, 2025, especially during the winters. Well, go back here, Eurostat, go back into 2022. 9% of the EU population unable to keep their home warm in 2022. Can't talk about money. Resources, open borders, migrant invasions, waves of endless, endless foreigners into our lands. This alone, you'd think, would be reason enough to stop that madness, right? People can't home, can't heat their homes now. Now let's do the math. Nine percent, so almost ten percent. The EU has something like four hundred and forty-five million citizens in it. So that's. Almost then 45 million people that are unable to heat their homes in 2022. And this is not going to get better. After this idiocy of net zero uh, by the EU elites, this could get a lot worse in 2023. So I said here, again, it's not rocket science, right? Number one, cut all and any EU aid to any other country or continent. And that includes internally the nations as well. Talked earlier about why why the why the fuck is Sweden giving money to Turkey? Why? India? They have a space program now. Stop giving aid to India. And then they import them as well on top of that. Two, a complete stop to immigration. Close the borders and then defend each nation's border with their own domestic military. It doesn't even have to be an EU-wide thing, really. Just each nation patrol your own border preferably co- cooperation and they share you know they, you do this we do this too blah, 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 but whatever three obviously invest in homes and energy for Europeans that are in the EU ne- next point get to work on helping the homeless the hungry the cold the drug users the mentally ill etc uh, if we had good people that were ruling us this shit would have happened decades ago but again that's why we're that's why we're in the cycle that's why the hard times are here. They're coming. And now it's our job to harness and to shape men or boys into men. Make them hard as steel, hard as iron. For us to be able to sort this out. It's on our shoulders. We have to do it. No one else is going to come. No one's going to save us. No one's going to do it for us. It's you out there watching. They're going to have to start organizing, get together, help out, spread the word, inform, wake up, train, w- prepare, 
all of it, right? And I know it's hard, but if you want to survive, that's the only thing we have to do. It's always a constant struggle, right? Oh, I saw this. Was was it AI who made this, which was kind of ironic in a way, right? That someone said, oh, made by AI in five minutes. Uh, but obviously someone, you know, wrote it or whatnot. Make, made a good point, right? Constant struggle, resistance, um, perseverance, repetition, hard work. That's the only thing that's going to do it. There is no easy way. There is only hard work. Late nights, early mornings, practice, rehearsal, repetition, study, blood, toil, frustration, and discipline. Frustration, discipline, <clears throat> repetition, hard work. That's what it is. Uh, this is how it works in nature. Nothing is ever free. There's no free lunch. There's no free meals. There's, there's predators out there. We have a predatory, an intraspecies predatory class uh, that's uh, predating on us right now. Uh, Ryan Triple G again says, Henry, we have all the proof that we need that people will just do whatever the TV tells them and we should begin shaping the rhetoric needed to treat trash TV and the people that produce that as a weapon against our people. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's part of the information war, right? This is why it's so important um, to, to take the propaganda that they do and produce, including someone said, was it, um, you know, take a, a multi-million uh, multi dollar movie, for example, right? that's designed to be anti-white, anti-Western, what have you. And then take take it, take the message of that, turn it on its head, and, and push it back in their faces. Right? you got to expose it. Now, now, part of that, of course, is, is to get exposure with the expose. you got to get out there. This is why they censor. It's why there's an information embargo. That's why they're... You know, locking down uh, communication and channels, and this is hate speech, and this is you know, blah blah blah, misinformation, disinformation. Uh, but if there's enough people out there pushing it, you can still you can still break through those barriers that are set up to to hinder our awakening. And I think that, and I share that you know belief of many others too. They're, they're talking about it. It's, it's happening. It's slowly but surely happening. It's a collective effort of what's commonly known as the alternative media, and it's pushing back. And as, and as more and more of their views, whether they're pushed on you know, TV or mainstream you know, YouTube channels and whatever streaming networks or wherever you get the aids from uh, on these mainstream channels, the more they lie and the more they obfuscate and the more they hide and, and, and the, the, the lies by omission, right? What they don't tell you is, is almost more telling, more telling than what they do tell you. Uh, and I, that shit is changing. You know what I mean? It's unstoppable. It's it's just not gonna it, it it's not gonna work, right? And again, they're trying things like this. We'll have a couple more here. We'll wrap up here in a moment here, right? But self defense a crime. French activists face up to five years in prison for protesting outside house of migrant accused of raping a twenty nine year old uh, twenty nine year old Mejan Mejan maybe. Uh, until she entered a coma. 
After French identitarian activists were arrested for protesting a brutal rape of a young French woman, the public prosecutor wants them in prison for, quote, promoting self-defense. See, that's what they're, they're trying to do, right? They're not going to succeed. And look, you might have some martyrs on this front. You might have a few, few people that actually are criminally charged for basically just trying to defend themselves or train or whatever crazy it is thing. Now, that has to happen. That, that is just what it is. That has to happen. And when control and order is restored, these people will, will let out these people. You know what I mean? If they're still there. But noth nothing like this shows you that the, the system, the establishment is, is afraid and it's terrified. And it's trying to shut things down by controlling every goddamn aspect of, of our lives. We get their view through. Here's something in, in Germany. German far-right politicians to face trial over Nazi slogan. Alles für Deutschland, which is basically like what? Like America first. Everything for Germany. America first. Swedes for, for Sweden for the Swedes. Like, you know, slogans like that. <laughs> I mean, and someone pointed out this, this had been used for like way before. Not that that matters. It's like, oh, okay, just the National Socialist uh, brought that out or used that slogan. Well, fucking so what? But yeah, so Bjorn Hooker. And they've been trying, right? They had the whole intelligence services in Germany going after, spying on these people now. It's just, it, it's, we got to save democracy. I don't think there's ever been such an extreme political movement as so-called democracy. They're going after these people now in these parties as they're continuing to rise in the polls because people know, that's why. People know it's out of control and they're sick and tired of it. They want it to change. And voting and, you know, going for political parties, just, just, it, that's just the start. It's just that that's the base minimum of effort you can put in. But you, you think it's going to stop there? No, because they're not going to stop. That's why. Here's, uh, maybe Hungary has a point here. Hungarian left accused of treason for accepting U.S. campaign money to remove Orban from power. Recently, a former CIA analyst said the U.S. meddled in the 2022 Hungarian elections. Not a big surprise. They do meddle. That's that's all they do. They constantly meddle. I forget how many countries that are meddling, like 40 or something the last couple of decades. A private Hungarian citizen filed a complaint with both Hungarian police and prosecut prosecutorial authorities after a former CIA analyst went public with a statement that the CIA attempted to interfere with the 2022 Hungarian elections and remove Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban from power. Larry C. Johnson said on the podcast, beginning of September, it's interesting that although in 2016 the Americans were deeply outraged about the alleged Russian interference in the U.S. presidential election, in 2022 we directly interfered in the Hungarian elections, which Viktor Orban won again. Asked whether the CIA intervened to stop Orban, Johnson said yes to defeat him, which, among other things, America was trying to achieve by funding Orban's opponents. So that's your... Uh, Leftists, your your uh, your uh, the CIA are right wingers and all that shit. That's just completely out the window, and we know that too, by the way. But yeah, that's uh, that is interesting, huh? All right, we're going to wrap up right there. We had a couple of other things, but we might save that for Friday. It's been uh, good staying. Uh, thank you for staying with us. It's been good uh, being with you for a little bit here, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We had, oh, we got to play that. We, we'll play that Friday. We had a, a clip from a rabbi that says that uh, Trump is uh, Trump's going to win in 2024 and it's going to complete the uh, the uh, messianic, was that what it was? Yeah, the messianic process. It's going to finish the job. We'll play that Friday. All right, guys. Anyway, uh, redhousemembers.com. 
autosay.com forward slash at Red Eyes TV or subscribe star. Get a membership over there. Support what we do. It's only 10 bucks a month. If you want to have it cheaper than that to get a longer subscription, you can get a two-year one, almost 35% off. It's a great deal, ladies and gentlemen. Sign up, support us. Don't take it for granted. We don't have any big sponsors. We don't have any angel investors. If you are one, you're always welcome to reach out. But we are 100% listener or viewer supported. So it's up to you. Sign up. RedEyesMembers.com. Check out our latest Western Warrior. Great show. Just went up on the website. If you do want to have um, a little bit extra, if you want to do a little bit extra for us, you can become an executive producer or a producer. You can find those tiers at Odyssey or Subscribestar or RedEyesMembers.com or donate, uh, sorry, DonorBox.org slash RedEyes as well. So thank you to our executive producers today. T. Lothrop Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, French 47, Mark Smith, No One Jeebs, President Abunga, good to see you today, Mongoose, William Fox, Angry White Soccer Mom, The Second Wanderer, Operation Werewolf, The Ride Never Ends, Francis Parker Yaki, Dill Bob, Last Place Simp, Joseph Hart, and Purple Haze. Our producers is Mr. Walker, 696, Johansson, Leroy, Dumont, Snark, Pop, Eyes Open, Mr. Lemry, Yuri New, Obadiah Hexwell, Perfect Brute, Single Action Army, and Kami Combo Deal. If you signed up for one of those recently, uh, please reach out if you're not in the rotation. Red Eyes at Protomel.com and we'll get you in there ASAP. Thank you so much, everybody. We appreciate all of you. So uh, stay brave, everybody. Keep fighting. Stay white-pilled. Things are going to get worse, but they're going to turn around eventually. Uh, we have to We have to survive, number one. Uh, and a lot of things will fall into place as we move forward. Um, trust in that. Uh, we have one more here from uh, <clears throat> Burn Before Reading. It says, uh, for all the work you guys are doing over there, thank you. Appreciate that. Very kind of you. Let me double check one more time here so we don't miss any on Rumble. I don't think we did. Oh, we have a couple more here on Entropy. So I missed those guys. Let me take these real quick. President Obunga, again, big uh, big supporter. Thank you, Obunga. Man, thank you for being an executive producer and for your support as well. Uh, sincerely appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, I know it sounds cucked and it's been used against us, but surely we can reorient the human rights thing to say Europeans also have human rights, and that means having land. 100%, absolutely, of course we should. We should use, I mean, so my point was they're using that as a weapon against us. That's how they kind of disarmed us or whatever. But just like I said about the movie, right? Take their propaganda, use it against them. Do some uh, jujitsu. Uh, you can do that with uh, with human rights as well. President Obunga continues here. I think this is a great optics approach, and it clearly sells. Could be a great way to sell ethnic preservation to Scandinavians. Something they'll understand morally. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you. I'm just also this. I'm also seeing that running out. I think we can we can do we can do both, and some people will do one thing, and some people will do the other. Um, my point is, it didn't have to be this way. You know, we, we could have gone that route and, and, and just like done this. Europeans will all take the moral high ground, I, I, I believe, right? Always do what's right. And we can sh show them, we're showing them that what's happening to us is immoral. What's happening to us is not right. We need justice, right? And part of that can 100% be, be human rights. Uh, I don't think you're not going to win by being mean and, and, and evil and wicked. And that's not, not my point either, but I'm just saying... In all of this, when all of this is happening, you're also seeing people just losing patience. You know what I mean? And their generosity, their hospitality, 
and, and their kindness even is, is, is running out, you know what I mean? Which is completely understandable. But no, we can do this in the, in the right way. We should. We can, we can do this orderly and peacefully. We can do this the easy way. Uh, but if they, if, but if, if there are people refusing that, we can also do it the hard way. But let's do it the easy, high, the, the high ground way first, you know. Thank you, uh, Obunga. Lycan Warrior says, test. Yeah, that's coming through. All right. We caught up. I think we're caught up. I want to make sure I don't miss anything here. All right, guys. So as I said, we'll be back Friday. Uh, we do have a 314 Michael of Keefe from Ireland coming up as well. So definitely check that out. Uh, some good stuff in the pipeline, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Thank you so much again to our supporters. Thank you to everyone who super chatted today. We'll see you guys next time. Take care and keep fighting. Thank you for watching. Go to redicemembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content. Don't miss our latest shows, interviews, and other videos only for subscribers. You can also become a member by signing up at subscribestar.com forward slash redice. Get full access and help support our work. See you on the other side.